This episode is brought to you by Jersey Garbage Can Cleaners. Tired of plugging your nose when you take out the trash? Jersey Garbage Can Cleaners does the dirty work for you. Their convenient curbside service helps you eliminate foul odors, prevent pests, roaches, critters, and rodents, and removes harmful bacteria. And they do this all at a super affordable rate. Call them today to schedule your cleaning before the warm weather hits. Welcome back to another episode of That Westfield Podcast. Today, we are joined by Hugo Alves of many businesses, but we'll start with uh, Signature Realty and Podzik Properties. What's up, Hugo? How are you today? Oh man, I was super excited to meet you because after about an hour talking, we found out we're from like the same hood. So yes, uh, <laughs> we are from the same area. It's, it's always nice to meet people from, from the old neighborhood. So, uh, but now you're here um, selling houses and building houses in Scotch Plains, Westfield, and not just any houses, but really, really cool, unique um, houses that literally had me stop and go, what is that? Who built this? I got to find whoever this is. And I found you. So <laughs> that's the goal. That's the goal. Yeah. So how'd you uh, end up getting into all this? And uh, I mean, first, I guess, tell me a little bit about your real estate experience, how you got hooked up with Signature. Um, and then we'll go into the uh, construction. Yeah. I mean, so I started, uh, you know, I didn't always work real estate. You know, I was in, I was in the customer service industry for 14 years with a Fortune 500 company. Um, things didn't work out. Um, I decided to pursue my real estate career, really pushed by my wife. Um, that really inspired me to go and do it. Um, you know, started with a small boutique brokerage um, based out of Scotch Plains. Um, and then one of my close friends was over at Signature Realty, linked up with him and never looked back, honestly. <laughs> nice, it's nice. Been, it's been a blessing, uh, you know, to make that transition and team up with Signature Realty, then team up with Project Properties and kind of fast forward seven years and here we are. Here we are sitting at that Wessel podcast. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I love it. So, all right. So Signature Realty, I mean, everybody knows who they are. Everyone knows John and Michelle. They're kicking butt. Like they're, they're building their, their new spot in Short Hills. So um, they're, you know, expanding and growing. So what's it like to be part of that team and uh, what's, what's so special about it for you in particular? Honestly, it's 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 really inspiring. Um, for a lot of people that don't know their story, you know, I'm not going to divulge it. You can definitely mm. look it up. Um, they're definitely the epitome of nothing should stop you from doing what you want to do. Um I, when I joined the brokerage, I was agent like 26, wow. somewhere in that, under 30 agents. Uh, I was very boutique focused. Uh, now we're planning on opening a an office a year. Uh, we do have Short Hills lined up. There's also Red Bank, and we're going to continue to go. There's Ridgewood over in Bergen County, Somerset, uh, Summit, Jeez, Westfield, Lord. of course. Um, <laughs> so we're slowly growing, and I think a lot of people are attracted to that. Um, just because of the sense of community, the amount of training that goes in. Mm -hmm. um, and you can really tell that the leaders are solely focused on the individual improvement of the agents. And that's the biggest thing for us, right, right? right? It's not about running a brokerage that how much money can I make is how can I impact people's lives? You know, there's training on not only the real estate aspect, but there's financial trainings, there's individual trainings. Like, they really set you up to be able to succeed. And it's all about you wanting to actually execute on that. Right. So I think that's, that's the biggest thing for me. And, and it's really like a family because we, I, I started there when they were pretty small. Right now it's really great when you're an entrepreneur like yourself and you get to just be surrounded by other people who are just as hard in the game as you are. Right. Like it's, it's, it, you can't take that for granted ever. No, no. I think it's very important to, to mind your, they say mind your business. What they mean <laughs> is not in the sense of minding your own business. Like right, it's not right, your business. Right. It means, 
mind who your surroundings are, right? Who totally. the people who you associate yourself associate yourself with because that'll kind of depict where your future is going. Definitely, right? definitely. So the better so, they are, the better you'll become. So with that, you have this whole other team, this whole other thing that you do. So Prozic, Pro- Prozic Properties, my bad. Um, you guys build these really, really unique houses. So tell us about your team there and how, how you guys got started and, and the uh, inspiration behind the types of houses that you build. Sure. Um, so <clears throat> Matt Project started the company um, and he was probably about six months to a year in until I met him. Um, we met on biggerpockets.com, which is an open forum <laughs> Very cool. uh, for real estate. Great website uh, for a lot of knowledge on there and it connects a lot of individuals. And there's this whole story behind how we met. You know, he had no profile picture. I couldn't pronounce <laughs> his name. Um, and he was trying to message me. And I'm like, oh, my God, there's this weird guy. Trying to message <laughs> <Right>. me. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Yeah. And, and I kind of ignored him <laughs> right, right. Um, because he was so, so willing to help. And I was kind of mm-hmm. like, this is not normal for the world that we live in. Right. Right. So. Right. That's I, me, by the way. I'm always that person. <laughs> that so I, I kind of stood back for a little bit, and then I was at my previous brokerage, and somebody kept mentioning his name, and I'm like, "Wait, what's what's Matt's last name?" And they're like, "Prodzik," and I'm like, "Wait, <laughs> I think I've interacted with this guy." So I reached out to him. He had been in the business for about a year at that time, um, and we went to go see a project. Our first project together was in Scotch Plains, um, on the border of Westfield. And honestly, when we started talking, it felt like. I've known him forever. Like mm, we hit the ground that. running and it just felt natural. Like it didn't feel forced. I wasn't intimidated by him. He wasn't intimidated by me. We were both willing to kind of learn together, right? He was six months to a year ahead of me already. Um, and then, you know, that one started and, and we kind of never looked back, honestly. It was right. kind of about, you know, it was really about focused on quality, um, you know, because we were doing fewer projects and not that that's changed, but we were really trying to build a name based on the quality that we were presenting mm-hmm. at an affordable price. Right. What we would consider affordable. Totally. Right? Cause we recently did a podcast and we spoke about that. What's affordable in, in, in Northern Jersey for <laughs> right. construction. Um, and a lot of people had a different, a lot of different opinions, but 800,000 to 1.2 million in Northeast Jersey right, for right. a new Definitely. construction home. Relatively right, especially affordable. for what you guys actually build, they're beautiful. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> really, yeah, so, really nice. You know, they, they don't they didn't always come out that way, right? In terms of like the, the the style, we we went through the blues, we went through the grays, right? And then we ultimately <laughs> so sick of it. Right? <laughs> yeah, it was just like every house is blue, every house is gray, and we're like, you know what? Maybe we should try something different. Um, and we started looking on Pinterest, like everybody else does, looking at other builders, and we ran across this builder that's based out of uh, Toronto, Canada. Mm-hmm. And the aesthetic was just extremely pleasing. And we're like, you know what? This is really cool. You don't see this very often um, in Jersey. Um, and we're like, you know what? Let's take, let's give it a shot. Like, let's go for an all black house, you know, with some wow. wood accents, you know, keep the in- interior, um, what we consider our style to be transitional, mm-hmm. right? It's It has the traditional concept, but it has the modern finishes to it. So sharp, clean lines, yeah. nice trimmed walls, the blacks, the whites, and it allows people to come in and, for example, my home, it's all black and white. But then our furniture is going to have the greens, totally. have the musters, right? Because black and white goes with everything. Mm-hmm. We always felt, well, if you paint your walls gray, you're kind of stuck to adjusting <laughs> right, your furniture right, right. to, to complement grays, Definitely. right? So that's kind of the base concept. And, you know, I think we get a great reaction just mm-hmm. for you example, as an example, right? And we actually got a lot of recognition from companies like James Hardy, oh, wow. uh, which is the Hardy company, you know, for being one of the, the first all black home in the Northeast. Wow. Right? So they reached out to us. We started some negotiations with them on the back end in terms of what we can do together in terms of marketing. Um, but we're really excited. You know, it was, it was nice to get that attention from, from a major company like that, but even better when everybody's stopping, 
to look right. at the home. Oh yeah, right? it's crazy. The one in Scotch Plains uh, is it off South Ave? I think. So we um, have we have two in. Or, Scotch, I'm sorry, Mar- Martin, Martin, Martin Ave. Yeah. There's, there's Fanwood, which is it's actually right across the street, Scotch Plains. Right, right. Fanwood, right. but the one on the corner of uh, Park Avenue and uh, Portland. Yes, that's something. Yeah. Yes. We we knew that one was going to be a big hit just because <laughs> the amount of traffic that goes through there. Right, right. Um, then we did the one on Morse, which is right around the corner. Okay. Um, but yeah, we got a ton of feedback, and it's for the most part all been positive. Right. You know, right. black's not for everybody, and totally. that's okay. You know, when people are buying our homes, because a lot of our homes do sell before. You know, right. kind of hit the open market. Right. Uh, we allow people like, listen, you don't like the site, no problem. Let's change it to what you prefer. Right? <laughs> right. Cause at the end of the day, they're the buyers. But if we build it to completion, we want really the people to be able to drive by and be like, we know who built it. Right. And even when there wasn't all the black and the white in, in some black in the wood, like you can still tell that it's, that it's your home. It's still very obvious, which is really cool. But I like straight up, like we, drove past and I was like, go around the block. I was like, I'm just like, what is this? Because it totally catches your eye. And you're like, and, and now, you know, as people watch this, it's like, you're going to know that, that it's yours because it, you can't not see it. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, you can't. And you not can't. in a bad, like, eyesore way. Cause I've, it's, it's so, it's elegant looking. Like it's very nice, but it is, it's darker. And you're like, oh, I just did not expect to see that. At first you think it's like a commercial building. And then you're like, oh shit, that's a house. <laughs> yeah. A lot, a lot of people, when they originally see it, they're like, oh, I don't know. And they're like, you know what? Let's just move forward. Let's keep it. And then they love it at the end. You right, know? So right. they, they, they really indulge in our vision and it's 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 exciting for us to know that we're making good decisions right right meanwhile it's a bunch of guys in a room trying to figure out how to design a home Uh right that's comical in itself um for all guys you do a pretty good job but but that's the reality We, we we do have some help um we've had help over the years but for the for the most part uh matt and myself we have alan erica uh alberto or beto as we call him everybody kind of chips in and offers their opinion on things to do um but listen we're always picking up new things whether it be from pinterest whether it be from like i had mentioned to you right like sometimes we'll go shop our not our competition because i always feel like there's enough for everybody but we'll go see other people's homes see hey what are you guys doing that's that's different right what can we implement what can we change how can we make ourselves better totally you know and i i have a rule here on the podcast that uh you know i don't bring on realtors or builders unless they have something really unique or special that they do because there's so many right and um i think that you know when you do something really special for the community that it's it's something that needs to be shared so you guys do something that literally gave me goosebumps when you told me because i one was not expecting it but two it just like made me really happy to hear (laughs) about the way that you give back um, for every square foot that you guys build. So I want you to tell everybody a little bit about that. Yes. So um, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be donating a dollar for every square foot that we build in those specific towns, right? So that's awesome. if we're building a certain <laughs> amount of square footage, I think slated currently for Scotch Plains as it stands, it'll be about 17,000 square feet we'll build in Scotch mm-hmm. Plains this upcoming year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're going to team up um, with the locals and, and our goal or my vision for that, for those donations is really to impact the kids in the school systems, yeah, right? Totally. Whether it be bringing additional programs, uh, funding classrooms, things of that nature. Um, because at the end of the day, you can pick a million different associations, right? You can pick St. Jude, nothing wrong with St. Right, Jude. Right. We've donated to St. Jude's for years, even in my previous company, but it doesn't impact the majority in the immediate community. So mm-hmm. for us, it's all about how can we, can we support local sports teams? Can we support the schools, the teachers, an education foundation, yeah. the PTA, things like that? And that's really what we're aiming for. So Scotch Plains is currently a slated for the biggest donation as of right Very now. Cool. Um, Westfield has some coming soon as well. Once we finish North Cottage, if you guys haven't <laughs> swung by, my shameless plug, 160 <laughs> North Cottage. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe we could drop some some photos of stuff here as we're talking because I think yeah, people are definitely going to want to see what, what we're talking about that when we're mentioning is, that these home things. Is, that home is almost done. You guys are more than welcome. Oh, wow. Come, come I want to see it. Yeah, do a walkthrough. The, the owners, I'll pretend to buy it. The owners are currently away, so they'll come towards the end of the month. <laughs> okay. and that's when the closing will take place. So we, we, we have some wiggle room in between the time. We're going to get it staged. Nice. We like to stage all our properties. So a lot of people, when they're buying cool. our homes, we always ask for about a week or two leeway. Mm. We can stage the homes, do our marketing nice, stuff, nice. move everything. Because again, a lot of times, and, we'll, and that's all based on experience, where we were just building them and selling them, building them and selling them. Mm. And people were like, well, well, what have you built before? We're like, well, we built this. And they're like, you have pictures? I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, we're shooting ourselves in the foot. Right, right? Right, so right. we actually, we got that idea. Again, we reached out to a builder in, I believe they're in South Carolina, mm. uh, like properties, do amazing work. And we reached out to their marketing team. Well, Alan did, who runs our marketing team, reached out to their marketing uh, director and said, hey, you know, how are some of these concepts? How do you guys come up with them? Um, how do you get all these homes staged, blah, blah, blah. And they kind of explain, hey, we asked the homeowners if we can have a week to two weeks of an additional time frame at the end of the project to stage it, do all our marketing, remove everything, and then they Wow, very cool. So we took that. Again, we're always learning. We don't, right, we don't right, know yeah. everything. Um, and honestly, we, we, just, we just watch and adapt because <laughs> you got to adapt. Always. So, okay, so you've been in the game for a while now, and you, obviously you're also a boss, a leader, um, and a friend, uh, you know, to, to your team. So, like, what's one of the biggest lessons you've learned, uh, especially post-pandemic, I think, because you've been doing this long enough. What's something that changed during the pandemic that has uh, really changed how you do business now? Oh, wow. I know. What hasn't, bum, bum, bum. What hasn't changed <laughs> since the pandemic? Um, you know, listen, a lot of people got caught with their pants down for the lack totally. of other terms, especially in, in, in the real estate industry, um, builders specifically. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a couple of things. Um, balance sheet is probably one of the most <laughs> important things. Listen, I'm, I'm gonna be frank. Um, if it wasn't for us having a rental portfolio, we don't necessarily know where we would be today, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And we 100% for sure would not be talking 9-11 projects this upcoming year. Wow. We wouldn't be anywhere near that. So we wouldn't be talking discussions of buying, you know, old schools and old buildings Very and, cool. and rebuilding them into residential, you know, not in this immediate area. So don't worry, we're not going to build these big buildings <laughs> on you guys over here. Um, and monitoring your cash flows, number one. Number two, minding your business and again i don't mean that in the sense of mind your business this. not your it's not your business it's more of pay attention to your business be so in-depth in the mm -hmm. knowledge and understanding of your business and how it operates um a lot of builders got caught off guard with the inflation of of materials yeah right? um, and you're talking about builders buying things one year building it the next year and selling it at the mm -hmm. end of that year mm -hmm. well when you do your analysis two years prior you right. can't, <laughs> you're never going to assume that covid is going to skyrocket lumber the way mm -hmm. it did yeah right so being a little bit more aware um, and you're, you're never, you're never going to solve for those anomalies. Being more aware and never having all your eggs in one basket is a great way to offset, you know, potential tragedy, yeah. you know, at the end of the day from, from, from an epidemic or an anomaly like that. Right. Right. Oh man. What a time. <laughs> you know, sometimes I just catch myself thinking about it once in a while with the restaurant and just how like. I always tell people, I was telling somebody yesterday, I'm like, the first year wasn't even bad. 2020 was like fine. It was the 2021, the 2022 that really, I think, hit all of us a little bit harder. It was, like, it was the lag. It yeah. was the lag that came behind it. I think everybody yeah. 
was under the impression that once we got over the masks and figuring all that out and the safety concerns and things of that nature, that that was the solve. And it, mm-hmm. wasn't. it yeah. was just the beginning. The, the aftermath. I'm like, <laughs> I know for you it was lumber. For me, it was chicken. It went from $40 a case to $200 a case. I sent my wife to Restaurant Depot one time because I was sick and she was like literally fighting grown men for like the last case of chicken breast. Like it was nuts, man. It was a wild time. And when she's I, like, when I was in high school, my dad owned the barbecue right really? in town where I was in high school. And in that high school, you were allowed to leave. Wait, where? Carney. Yeah, but what barbecue shop? It was Alves Barbecue. Oh, <laughs> no way. It. So, <laughs> That's it, so Carney, funny. obviously you're allowed to leave school and go out to eat lunch and then come back. So you're not forced to eat the school lunch, uh, which I thought was a great concept. Right, right. It would never work in our, <laughs> they would never go back to school. Um, <laughs> just calling it for what it is. We, we grew up in Newark, by the way, for those wondering where the old hood is, uh, it's uh, Newark, New Jersey. We maybe. would call that half days. Right. If we were out to go, <laughs> like, we'd go out to lunch. Um, and so my wife actually brought up the idea of by where we currently live, which is the Madison, Florham Park, Chatham area, cool. um, there is no pork cheese barbecue over there. Oh. Right? So we're like, hey, you know, maybe an opportunity here. And I told her, I said, listen, you know, I think I have enough on my plate. This would be all <laughs> right you. Now, right, right. Um, but then we started discussing about the prices of chicken and things like that, right? <laughs> like even really when you go to a barbecue, now they're like, when, when did chicken become $18 for this? And it used to be $11. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, listen, inflation. I'm like, yeah, man. There's no other solve for it. It's just inflation. I'm not. Right. It's just a rough time right now. It, it is, you know, and then the chickens get sick and then right. all this yeah, other and stuff. Then they to kill all chickens chicken flu yeah <laughs> Listen, there's just certain things you're never going to plan for but as long as you're minding your business and that could be as simple as mind your expenses right as best you can right you like on a day-to-day basis i don't think people understand right and this is minuscule how how much they spend how many subs- there's oh, yeah. all these subscription oh, yeah. things that pop up on totally. instagram right like right. how many subscriptions <laughs> do you have download this app to find out and everybody laughs but i bet you if they download it they right. probably subscriptions that they're paying probably an ex-boyfriend that has a right. subscription active uh, <laughs> under so their true. credit card right? right so it's it's honestly just minding your business holistically i think it, it that's that's everything when you're whether it's investment whether it's the last dollar in the bank whether it's the first dollar, whatever mind right. your business and you can ultimately get through any of the challenging times you will have to adapt and adjust and work may change right. and life may change temporarily but as a business i think that minding our cash being aware understanding the cost of everything buffering mm-hmm. just in case you, can, yeah. you know the oh shoot money uh, mm-hmm. is what we call it not exactly <laughs> that but you know we'll say oh shoot it's the um, oh shit everything yeah. but if bombs on the show you're safe <laughs> great so oh shit money um and in terms of you know from the realtor aspect it's it's not much different it's honestly when you're when you're talking about being a real estate agent what people need to understand or even agents need to understand it's not so much about you and what you produce it's the people who you're helping at the end mm-hmm. of the day, right? Everybody's situation is completely different. Their motivation and the reason for selling or buying is completely different. So there's not a one size fits all approach, yeah. right? But you have to be very adaptable and be able to adjust and understand what's to come. And that comes from education, obviously. So yeah. the more you yeah, educate yourself. Experience, totally. And now, I mean, there's, there's no excuse, right? There's so much education. There's so many great people, even like yourself, creating content to teach other people because it's, you know, that's the best part about being good at what you do as time goes on is, you know, passing you to, on you knowledge have to invest and in yourself, though. I think a lot of people struggle with investing. They'll invest yeah. in everybody else and everything <laughs> else, right? The, their friends will come up with a business, they'll invest in it, right. uh, but they'll never invest in themselves. They'll never take time um, to educate themselves, to take the courses, to buy equipment, to support what they're over. Anything that in terms of 
investing in themselves, they look as a bill. They don't right. look at it as an investment, right? So never. listen, never, I right. take enough time. I'm seller representative certified by NAR, oh, cool. right? I'm ABR. I'm doing a uh, real estate negotiation expert. Mm -hmm. That stuff takes time and it takes money. Yeah. But it's an investment in me so I can better understand, right? So I'm not going to get out negotiated right. by the other realtor, right? Like <laughs> right, right, at right. the end of the day, right? It's just another tool in my arsenal. That's it, dude. So invest in yourself. And yes, it's going to cost money. But how right. listen, if we're really thinking about money, how much more money could you make if you invested in yourself and gained these skill sets that you didn't have yesterday? Right. No, I mean, I'm in the same boat always about it, right? Investing as much as you can because people don't, it's hard to do it when you feel like you don't have anything to invest. But now in 2024, I mean, there's free information everywhere. You could just study you know like back in the day hundreds of years ago everyone was just an apprentice like Listen, you didn't go to school you know you could always just learn as much as you can when our parents were around google and youtube <laughs> didn't exist right so the people that really wanted to learn actually right, had to right. go like and again I'm not saying that you're not learning but there's so many conflicting things on online but mm -hmm. even something as simple as youtube like if I wanted to set up a podcast, right. you think I can YouTube? How, how do you think I did all this, Hugo? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, right? So it's free. It's out there. There's people creating content, offering the information based on their experiences. If you're not willing to invest in yourself, right. it doesn't even require monetary money. It's a download of a free app. Right, right. Then That's it. And people like us only want to work with and associate with people who are also doing that work. Because you can tell, man, like, like straight up, like people who are not working on themselves, like eventually you just you know, I don't say blow past them, but you grow, you start growing. And then you're just like, I, you, again, you want to go back to being around people who are going to continue to help you to grow and are just, you know, just driven and, you know, mindset oriented. And you know, at least that's the world I'm living in these days. And it's not always easy, um, you know, but that, that's what it is, man. Yeah. Like, and understanding up. your circle is always going to change. Yeah. Right. Because as you progress, that circle, that sphere of influence now needs to circle change. Circle of also, trust. Right, circle <laughs> of trust, right? It does need to, it's funny that you said that because I was in a fantasy football league, which I won, by the way. It was called the Circle of Hate. Congrats. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> they told me that I wasn't invited to come back next Who's year. Who's your team? Who's your team? Like the actual team that I enjoy? Oh, no, you're, yeah, well, yeah, you're like actual you are gonna, NFL. Oh, no. you are you a cowboy me. fan? You look like a cowboy fan. <laughs> this weird cowboy cluster of jerseys who are cowboy fans i've had someone explain it to me before it's like they were i guess when we were younger they were winning and everyone liked the blue and the gold and the yeah star. that's what it was when i when i first came to this country my parents came here before i did and when i first came to this country my my dad was watching sports that's who you watch you watch dallas cowboys that's so funny and i was like great hey, i like the dallas dad. cowboys i guess right <laughs> ironically right, they, right, were, right. they were winning right, right. ish around that time um and then it stuck so Crazy. my fantasy football team is uh, the dak street boys <laughs> On that note, on that note, Hugo, <laughs> tell everybody where they, where they can find you on Instagram, your email, the websites, tell them everything. Yeah, I mean, listen, so uh, websites, uh, projectproperties.com, it's spelled P-R-A-W-D-Z-I-K, properties.com, on all the social media platforms, at Hugo Sells NJ or at Project Properties. My cell phone number is 908-456-8259. Everybody call them right now. And my email, phone mail. right? I actually Everybody put my phone calls. on airplane mode. Well, I, well, let's check it because right before we, we recorded, you said you had 60-something text messages. You wanted to see what you had after. Let's, let's, let's see, see what that number is. To uh, <laughs> This guy's busy, man. I was very lucky to get him on the show. Let's, so Let's, let's <laughs> see. Stop. Let's Don't see. <laughs> so lucky. <laughs> you made time for me. Let me take off my people airplane of mode. People Westfield and surrounding areas. Let's see what, what the number is. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm happy we got to do this, honestly. Um, well, yeah, it was great I'm, having I'm you, I'm glad that people I enjoy you. what they're seeing. I, so. I appreciate what you're doing for the community, too. It's really great. How are you I only got 19 back? new messages, so I'm 19? at 98. All right. <laughs> 98 texts. Well, we're going to let Hugo go check his 98 text messages. Bye, y'all. Take care.